Hey, everybody. I'm in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Right now, as you listen to this, I am walking around the Mall of America because tonight, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, I'm performing at the House of Comedy in the fourth floor of the mall in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Please come. I don't want to have to walk past the Hooters every night to an empty comedy club, and I would love to see you and come say hi after the show's over. On the 27th of December, I'll be at Arts Quest in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, at a room called the Steel Stacks in the Arts Quest in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. If you live in that area, you know what I'm talking about. Please come to this show. It's a cool little theater. I'm very excited about coming to just do one show in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Then, I, that's it for, for 2019. Come back in 2020 to the Howie Mandel Comedy Club in Atlantic City, New Jersey. I'll be there from January 6th to the 9th. Then I head to Long Island, my hometown of Ronkonkoma, Sunrise Highway, McGuire's Governors in Long Island. I will be there on January 10th and 11th. Uh, it's a Friday and a Saturday, doing two shows each night. Please come, my hometown. Show up, would you please, for once. Then I go to Des Moines, Iowa, the Funny Bone in Des Moines. And I love the Funny Bone. I love Des Moines. Please come. I'll be there January 16th to the 18th. Would love to see you at those shows. Thank you, Fort Worth, Texas, for being the first city since I've been doing this podcast, actually go immediately and buy tickets to my shows at Hyenas in Fort Worth, I believe in March. It's on, it'll be, it'll, it'll all be on frangelo.com and Fort Worth came out and I love you. I love, I always love Texas and they're always the best and you did it again. So thank you Fort Worth for not being Florida or many of the other places I've played where nobody shows up. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Here comes another episode of Cover to Cover. <laughs> of it. I'm an ABC political analyst along with being a view co-host. My Ooh. job is to analyze the politics of it. And I'm telling yes. you, the but I'm politics talking about this, you. I'm talking about I'm the people you my that are, are the senators let me that are in, let the, you talk. Let in me the Senate. So the Senate. Here's what's happening now. We're going to How does anyone Girl, listen to this please show? Stop talking. Please stop talking right now. Because you know what? No what's problem. happening? Thank no, you. Thank you. I won't talk to the show. Okay. That's I'm okay with that. She's still talking saying I'm going to stop talking. You're going to behave like this. I'm not behaving like anything. You are. You are just talking. Yes, we understand no, that. Talk but you she... are. But what you're doing. No, I'm not. Is your fr- so I... We're not doing anything. How about this? Former FBI. We'll be right back. Wow. All right. There it is, everybody. More fire. I don't really talk about the view very much on this show, but that I happen to see this clip of, of Whoopi going at it with Megan McCain. They often do. It's normally Joy Behar and Megan McCain. Uh, but this one was Whoopi, who seems to run the show over there now. You know, it was one time it was Barbara Walters, but now she's much older and just kind of retired. So now Whoopi seems to be running the show. She sits down there at the end and her, uh, you know, she seems to be wearing some sort of clogs, some sort of like like wool clogs. And um, you could because you could see her feet. She's on the side table. And um, and I guess the I guess the show is just because they seem to like encourage the fighting on it, you know, like let's let's go at each other. But I that nonstop talking over each other, like even Alex and I sometimes do it. As a matter of fact, we I just said, you know, before we began this 
uh, podcast, I said, let's let's be cognizant. Is that the word? Yes. Of, of talking over each other because I don't want to be like Whoopi and Megan McCain and whoever else. I don't know the other girls on that show anymore. There's a few other ones on there. I I know I know Joy Behar. I know Megan McCain, and I know uh, Whoopi Goldberg. But I don't know the other people. They you don't know them because they don't talk over each other. I guess that's the case. So <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. If people, I guess people still watch The View. You know, I don't, it comes on. It's you know, it's 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 a staple on afternoon morning television or whatever on ABC. And it's uh, people love to watch them go at it and scream and yell and fight and. That's the latest, but they've made up like today. There was a, you know, I guess they came back today and, you know, went on to say to each other that we love each other, but you know, people fight. So I have some friends who've done the show, the view, uh, quite a few times. And they often tell me that Whoopi Goldberg has been on it so long now and Whoopi, you know, I kind of like Whoopi and she's, she's been, you know, she's been around a long time. She's known for being outspoken and she doesn't give a fuck anymore. And she's just like, I guess one of my friends who was on the show, like asked her a question about one of the topics that they were going to discuss backstage. And she's like, you think I give a fuck about any of this? Like I'm, I'm ready. I do the, I punch out and I go home. Like that's the end of it. So it's not, this is all a show I'm putting on here. I'm not, I don't really, I'm not that concerned. I can't wait to go home. Yeah, so she's on autopilot. I love I, but it. you know, I'm not like that people. I want you people to know here at cover to cover. I am 100% invested at all times in this podcast. I am not just, I'm not just muddling through so I can get home into my garage where I make cameos like a pathetic loser, I sit in my garage at 11 o'clock at night with a Christmas hat on. It blinks. It was blinking lights and uh, sing Christmas songs to you people for $25. That's what I do. And for the cheap fucks who don't want to pay $25 to see my Christmas cameos, then here's another free podcast for you. And the other fr- cheap fucks who when people write on the Facebook page, the cover to cover Facebook page, they write, start a, uh, what's the thing we people pay to hear? Patreon. More? Patreon. They're like, start a Patreon, start a Patreon. People will go on and go, no, don't start a Patreon. I don't want a Patreon. Oh, God forbid. God forbid I made three cents on this fucking thing that I drive two hours to get to every day to tape for you. But God forbid I made a penny from it. I think I got dropped by Fat Fit Fun or whatever. You know, like I was at least I was making a couple of bucks from those people. Fat Fit Fun or whatever, you know, they were sending me some box with moisturizing cream in it and a scarf. And I I tried, I did my best to be nice about it and say this is a wonderful product. And but I haven't heard from them since. I don't think I'm doing it. I don't think I'm fab nor fit nor fun or whatever. What was that box? You weren't fab enough. I guess not. I you know, I I think I was the right person to talk about it, but I'm glad they did it. But now that's out. I lost that person, that that company. They're like, you know, we think we'll be really excited about our product and we'll do a great job of telling his <laughs> listeners about it. Chris will love a this. Guy who, but I got to tell you, I've been using the moisturizing cream Dude. that was in the box and it's fucking fantastic. So listen, you know, if the code still works, guys, go buy it now and you buy, let them know. Maybe you guys want to jump back on board with me because I love the moisturizing cream. I wasn't a big fan of, they, they sent me some some like box of these cubes. They were like uh, sandpaper cubes, little tiny cubes. You see, get what I'm saying, Alex? Like yeah. little cubes. And there was a bunch of them in this little little jar. And I was supposed to take these little cubes and rub them all over my bo- body like exfoliate? to exfoliate oh. my body. It made no sense whatsoever because it was a tiny little cube that would uh, it, it just rolled around on my body. Like if I was take a, like a rock and just rolled it on my body, it didn't do anything. So I, I, you know, because I was going to, I was a man of the, I was, I was going to be a company man and use the products that were sent to me for free. So I go in the shower with this little fucking cube and I start just roll, rubbing it around on myself. It's doing nothing. And I, you know, I, I, now I have a whole 
jar of them that I'm not going to use it ever again. I'd rather be I'd rather be coarse. I'd rather my skin be coarse than have to rub this thing around on me. And maybe that's why they've given up on me. But I love the moisturizing cream and the scarf is in the backseat of my car just in case things get chilly. Uh, we'll put that on as well. We need an ambassador who understands the importance of exfoliation. I and think that's what they said in a meeting. <laughs> Like this Chris guy just doesn't he get doesn't, exfoliation. He, he said he'd rather have coarse but skin. But here's the thing, Alex. I do get it. I get it. I don't. I don't know if the people who made these little squares got got oh, it. Don't, I don't think they no. get it. How how you get dead skin cells no. off your body? But it's funny that I'm bringing this up because it leads you into my next story, which is uh, about a, a company called Poshmark. I'm sure we all know it. Poshmark. You yeah. know, you're familiar with Poshmark. I believe so. Yeah, yeah. I've definitely know. I've definitely heard of it. I don't know if I know entirely what they do. Uh, well, I'll, I'll do my best to explain because okay. I don't. What they do is they. It's an online secondhand retail store which sells some ton, two million fashionable users hawk their wares for cash. Okay. Okay. So you'll go on there and you'll sell clothes, like high end clothes. You know, if you have. Uh, Prada stuff or Gucci stuff, you can go sell it on Poshmark. Uh, and I guess people can buy your Poshmark stuff. They could try it on. If they don't like it, they could send it back to you. It's used stuff that you, you don't need anymore. Instead of giving like Goodwill or something else, you'll sell it on Poshmark. This woman, a Jersey woman, her name is Nicole Lehman. She was uh, she had a pretty good Posh, a Poshmark business going on. And she, uh, she, she sold a leather and corduroy patchwork jacket. Um, to a person on Poshmark, and the person sent it back, badly ripped, uh, she said, and also covered, doused, she said, doused in, you want to take a guess on what it might have been doused in, Alex? Perfume. No? Go go, go even darker. Go darker? <laughs> go darker than perfume. Um, now, this person said- Lubricant. Okay, but now I want you to know, now this, this story okay. has made the news, so- it's it's in the newspaper. So if it was doused in perfume, probably wouldn't make the news. No, if it was okay. doused in Piss. lubricant, <laughs> good. Now you're in the right. You're in, you're in the, the right ballpark. <laughs> you're in the right ballpark. It was doused in semen. I was gonna say. I was like. I was gonna say it couldn't possibly be yes, semen, but was, I feel like it's semen. Now the leather and corduroy patchwork jacket was badly ripped. A button was missing, and the inner lining right pocket appeared to be doused in semen. Now I don't know. I'm a little older, and. I, you know, maybe I'm not the man I used to be at, at at a young virile age, but I don't know if I've ever, even at the 22 or 20 or 18, I don't know if I've ever doused. You know, I've never ever had that much where it would be considered a dousing. You know, where the girl's like, "Ah, oh, Jesus yeah. Christ, it just doused me with that business." <laughs> Although it doused my back or whatever people. <laughs> You know, okay. so, oh, good douse. This calls for a good dousing. I don't. Let me douse on them titties, bro. No, come on now, cut it out. That's not right. Oh, man. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, so that's what happens with this Poshmark. So this woman's freaking out. She says my heart was pounding. I was looking at it in disbelief. It it was stiff a bit. So this guy, I think this is like a like a turn on for some dudes. They buy something from Poshmark. Mm. They maybe you could see the people who you're buying from. I don't know. This is an attractive woman. And maybe this guy's like, I'm going to buy her it's fucking like, clothes. Oh, I know what she like. I'm going to douse them with my semen and then send them back to her and make her look at my semen. Like maybe it's some sort of weird power and trick. And make her have to wash this before she resells shit. it. And it was her husband who spotted the semen. He was like, well, don't touch it. Could be semen. I don't know. That's not be, That's not where my, even if I if it was like crunchy or whatever, my head would not immediately go to semen. No. I would I would go to like 
whipped cream or like maybe they went to a Christmas party. So it, was, it was in the chest pocket? It said it was in a, in a pocket, like, you know, like a pocket on a jacket, like maybe down by the hip or mm, something. I would, yeah. The guy fucked the pocket maybe. I don't know. Maybe, oh, yeah. you know, maybe put his, he doused his business you know. into his pocket. Hey, look, if he's douse worthy, sometimes you just need a place to put it. I don't know. <laughs> I'd like to meet this fellow who's dousing clothes. Just who's got... Uh, like a, a douse amount of 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 business of semen. That's a terrible word. The, semen. The Long Beach douser. It just feels like he runs her like. Anyway, she's so she's uh she's I guess wants to sue Poshmark or whoever. I don't know how they could kind of you know stop something like that. But beware is what I, beware everybody out there because a lot of people want to douse different people, not just men, women, men, every everybody, everybody. A lot of people want to put their their things on you, their bodily fluids on you. So this let, seems... as, as we get into a new year, 2020, let's be conscious of of uh, of you know people putting things on you, their business. Okay, that's okay. Go ahead, Alex. I, it just seems like Poshmark is in need of a douse inspector, and if you or anyone you know is looking for. An innovative niche. This just hit up. There's probably a gay man out there who would love to be the Poshmark <laughs> Douse Inspector. Like, uh, oh yeah. Uh, get like, I've got honey, a very honey. Syllable. Back the fuck off. Back the fuck off. This shit is doused, bitch. <laughs> it is doused. Now I'll take care of it. I'll take it back to my house and I'll make sure it's cleaned up properly. But you got a doused jacket right now, sweetheart. So bye bye. I said bye bye. Harvey Weinstein, speaking of guys who love to douse speaking things. Speaking of dousers. He uh, just gave it an interview this week to the New York Post. And he is not a pop. He's saying, listen, people, I know whatever you think about me now as this fucking horrible human being who's done these horrible things to all these women. By the way, I didn't realize it was 80 women. It's according to this, more than more than 80 women have accused him of sexual assault and harassment. When it starts getting past 10. You, you kind of got to be like, Where there's maybe smoke, there's, there's some fire. Man, yeah, the fire's coming from the fucking tennis balls on the bottom of the walker that he now uses to get into courtrooms. I mean, that's, I love when they do, I know we talked about this last yeah. week, but I love when they do, they tell them to get, you know, into whatever feeble yeah. look, because then they could point to them and go, would you look at this man? He cannot possibly be raping look women. Like he's, yeah. he's looking at him, he's feeble and like, old and. He hasn't. He's well past his prime dousing years. Yeah. He, oh, he. This guy's not dousing anybody. He couldn't. He couldn't douse the jacket on Poshmark for God's sake. So that's. Uh. So, but basically, what he's saying is, is I wish you people would remember the person I was. Nobody, he says, did more for women. I feel like a forgotten man. He's sixty-seven year old. Said. He said, I, I've made more movies directed by women and about women than any filmmaker. And I'm talking about thirty years ago. I'm not talking about now when it's Vogue. I did it first. I pioneered it. Then he got up, walked across the room, and uh, doused his, his, his jizz into a, a house plant. And he came back, sat back down, and said it all got eviscerated because of what happened. Weinstein added bitterly, my work has been forgotten. Then he got up, went into the shower, doused the shower floor and the drains, came out, asked the woman who was doing the interview to massage his back. <laughs> and that's it. So, you know, here's the thing. He, in a way, um, this is a controversial opinion. He did do, he did do, I'll say Miramax did have uh, female driven films mm -hmm. more so than most, uh, you know, most of movie studios. They had a lot of female driven films, probably because 
he wanted to get with these women. There were, he was yeah. like, get me Gwyneth Paltrow to be in Shakespeare in Love because I'd like to, you know, awkwardly try and make out with Gwyneth Paltrow at two o'clock in the morning in a hotel room somewhere. That's why he, had, you know, he put these women, Uma Thurman, Annabelle Sciorra, and all these women in his films because he was looking to get with them. That's how you do it. We all disagree with his his barriers of entry, but his barriers like what do you mean? Like, like how he yeah, went in? No, bar- like yeah, it was it, he put these girls through a little bit of work yeah. to get these right. roles. Right. But I mean Yeah, you know. it's but what I think the word I know we've we've discussed the word of the year now twice. We've given yeah. two two words of the year. Um it is uh this this the word of the year. I should I I believe. Are we talking about the first word? Oh, what well, you the first believe. word of the year we we did was what? It, it was, was uh, dictionary existential. existential. Then the second one was they or them. They they we we them, them. they whatever you get yeah. the idea. Us us everybody out outside of yeah man or woman. It was a, a they them. You know fuck you. Get Which is almost you. the same as existential. Did we talk? I don't think we Good. really. I is mean, it? I let Alex, don't get too deep on oh, me. Yeah, sorry, I'm, sorry. I'm, I didn't sleep well last night. I don't have time. I can't wrap my head around your deep thoughts. But the word should be toxic work environment. Yeah. Because I feel like this, you know, we had this Gabrielle Union with the, uh, with the uh, um, America's Got Talent, AGT. Mm. She said toxic work environment. Now, the latest is the girl from The Affair. The girl from The Affair, uh, which is, was a great show, the first couple of seasons on, I think it's on Showtime, whatever. Uh, and she wound up quitting, you know, just a couple of years ago. She was just not on the show anymore. She was the star of the show. And now she's coming out and saying it was a toxic work environment. She Once again, she felt like it was a toxic work environment. Uh, so, I listen, I this no, I'm not, no, I'm not, I fuck Harvey Weinstein, and I said this on, on many of these podcasts. Having these people out of any type of world, whether it be Hollywood or Starbucks or anywhere else you work, having assholes out of business is just better for everyone mm-hmm. in the world. It the ripples that assholes at work cause, uh, you know, hurt everybody. They yeah. hurt your home life. They hurt your. They hurt traffic on the freeway. They hurt everything. So when they're gone, it makes everything better. But I will say this: to- every work environment is toxic. They just are. It's just, I, I'm not, and maybe it's toxic in a, in a way that you, you know, it's a sexual way, which is, which sucks. But if somebody's yelling at you about a, you know, I don't know. And I don't know what they yell about on the, the affair. She's not, you know, her camera angles aren't right or lighting or whatever bullshit. I, who the fuck knows? But I'm saying that, I don't know. There's going to be toxic talk. Work is toxic. That's why they, it's an unnatural habitat for human beings to be in a workplace, forced into that place with people they didn't choose. Someone else chose you, these Alex. coworkers. Thank for you, you, Alex. Yes. Oh, I'd love to come over and jizz on you right now with that. Yes. See, that is uh, what I what, what was the word? Douse. Douse. Please don't jizz on me. That's not respectable. <laughs> I prefer to be doused. Oh, see, those are the kind of things Alex adds to the podcast, and that's why people like to douse on him because he's okay. a smart guy. I'm a but douse worthy. He's douse worthy. So uh, yeah, that is definitely uh, definitely true, and and I think there's going to be, t- but so a lot of people, if you feel your work environment's toxic, you can run. If you're on the affair and make probably, you know, a million dollars a year. Okay. Did Are you seeing what she's saying? Yeah. I, so uh, I'm, give me a detail. So I'm sorry. I got to get into it. But just the headline. This is the headline. It says. I actually that, ran into this girl, by the way. She, I believe she was dating. I don't, I could be wrong on this, but 
Something with Liev Schreiber. I think her and Liev Schreiber were an item because I I I saw well, I saw her out in Montauk and uh, she's and um, okay. I thank you very much. And Douser I happen, her extraordinaire over here. Yeah, and I happened to see that the two of them in a little uh, a little supermarket that I go to in Montauk this summer. I don't know if they're just hanging like, look, out or friends or whatever. Leave is the business. I'm a fan of that. Man, I love so him. He's love great. Him, but he's yeah. a Montauk get regular and he's, he's a you know, dear friend. So Ruth Wilson said, uh, due That's to name, toxic Wilson. work environment, too much nudity on the uh, set of The Affair. <laughs> yeah. That's the show you're on. I guess. The, yeah. I, you know, I, I'm if you're I'm on a premium, like any, if you're on HBO. Yeah. Tits are coming out. If you're right. like all of these premium networks, there's going to be nudity. If you're on a premium network called yeah. and you, the show is called The Affair, what right. were you were you? I, I, but I believe I think in season one that had to be the case. But I think it, as it got further down in you know the down the season, I, I didn't watch the entire thing after season two. I kind of checked out. But I think as it got further down, they were making her take off her clothes to just you know go to the pantry. And they were like, oh, come on. She's like, yeah, I would have my shirt off this. And the director's like, no, you wouldn't take it off so I could douse the floor. So we could, yeah, as I read on, you're, you're actually yeah. correct. Is that what she says? Yeah. yeah. Um, but said, but, uh, but uh, I will say this. I, I, as a guy who grew up in like the 80s and, and watched all those 80s movies, all the, you know, the, and I'm not talking the good ones. I'm not talking the pretty in pinks and the 16 candles and the ones we loved. I'm talking the real bad ones like Ski School. And they were like, you know, with Tawny Katane or, or whoever Gene Simmons is married to, Shannon Tweed. They were in a lot of these bad movies. And they were just, they were just tit, tit, like, um, I hate that word. Sorry, everyone. I know you. I know you probably do too, and you're probably like, "Stop saying that." It's like the fourth time I've said it, and I've never said it before on this podcast. I've said it four times. Booby, can I say booby? They were, they were like breast shots, just for breast shots. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, Tony Katane would stand up in the hot tub on the ski lodge and go, "Hey, everybody, pump." And I was like, "All right." I even back then I was like never into it. I was like, mm, "I don't." That didn't. That didn't move the story along for me. I don't think we needed it. I, I was never at the point where I was like, "That's so hot." Seeing third, you know, a split second. Of Halle Berry. Remember the weird one she did in Swordfish, Halle Berry? Swordfish was strange because oh. it was just like she looked up from a magazine. And, yeah, and, she's, and uh, with, yeah. No, with no shirt on. And I was like, there's no reason I need to be in this movie. And Halle Berry at that point was a legitimate big time star. Also, the only thing I remember about Swordfish, though. Uh, well, no, I remember that uh, Hugh Jackman had some fucking sweet highlights. So sweet that I almost went back to highlights. I had already, I'd already been gone through a highlight phase. I almost went back to a highlight phase because you, they look so good on Hugh Jackman in Swordfish. I still so only remember. So that's what I took away from the movie. <laughs> okay. I didn't see it. I, well, yeah, I was like, yeah, she's beautiful and everything, and that's great. But how, Hugh Jackman has some pretty sweet highlights in that movie. Anyway, uh, and now that porn is so accessible, like hardcore yeah. porn. It's you, almost like, what's the point? You could literally yeah. watch. Like, why would I turn on Showtime and to watch this woman who's a good actress? She's a very good actress. And when I could just Google whatever well, I want, I could Google Poshmark Douse Jackets and watch that some guy jerking see, off into a jacket. Yeah. No, I think I think it's just it's another piece of the taboo. And I think that honestly, this is things like the fappening, like people hacking into celebrities' the phones. The fappening? What is that? So the fappening was this thing. That oh, happened. I remember that. They the, got they, they got the, they, yeah. They called it the fappening. It was where they leaked a bunch of celebrity yeah. nude photos. It was a few years ago. But I feel like part of that comes from nowadays, everything is not taboo except for these people who have fame and things right. of that nature. So it's like, yeah, the only tits we're not seeing are Halle Berry. So put them on a screen, you know, like. 
Uh, and and I think- honestly, who cares about just like if nothing's being done to mm-hmm. the, to the body part you're seeing? You know what yeah. I mean? Like because of porn, I think we've all been a little desensitized yeah. by porn. Yeah. That if you're just standing there, well, and for a bunch of people who want to free the nipple, then put it on TV and make some money off. It doesn't make any. I like I could give a shit if yeah. I saw a thousand nipples on yeah. Instagram. It doesn't it's fine by it me. It doesn't bother me. No. Um, my other thought though is we've seen other actresses do this to me. I mean, I've, I don't want to unpopular opinion. Ooh. Uh, the girl from Game of Thrones, she was yes. all for showing her breasts until she was a big star. And she's like, I'm not doing it anymore. No, she's and not. but, you know, so it's like I get it. If, if that's if you've come to that position, then flex and they quit go. showing them. Khaleesi, her name was. Khaleesi. I never watched that show, but the nerds went nuts when that girl wouldn't do it anymore. She, yeah, that um, they did. Yeah, they went nuts. Uh, there's a whole hallmark um the chat. We all know the Hallmark Channel. We're off. We're off uh, boobies and everything. Everybody, sorry about that. And I, I, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree with the girl. If she doesn't want to work on the affair anymore, honestly, she got out when the getting was good. The yeah, show is in. Se- it's a. It said, you know, every show dies around season six or seven. That's so. And this is and the affair is one of them. Um. So you let get it, your let fame it lie. and you get killed. Let off. it lie. Hallmark. We all, we all love it. We all watch the Christmas movies. We've all seen them. Hallmark Christmas movies and beyond. They have movies all year long and and they're fun and they're bad and they're good, bad. You know, they're bad because they're good or bad. You get what I'm saying. Anyway, there's a, there's a, uh, a company called Zola and, uh, and Zola, uh, had a lesbian wedding commercial on the Hallmark channel. It was, uh, two women getting married and it was a sweet commercial. I watched it. And they wound up kissing at the end as 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 a as a, a bride and bride would do, and Hallmark said we can't have this. Get this commercial off the air, and of course the backlash was just unbelievable. But and it was it was the reason why it was taken off the air is because of this thing called uh, the Million Moms. If you look that up, Alex, the Million. Who, who's the the the, the I, I've heard of them before. They're out there. It's called Million Moms, and they're they're a group of of, of moms. Million Ooh. Mom March is that it? It's well, I think now I think there's something else. That's the Million Mom Movement. Mo- yeah, Million okay, Mom Movement. Go. Million Mom March was like I think that's about violence on in D.C. or something. The Million Mom March is about a bunch of women in you know juicy sweatsuits with ma- magnet collections in their refrigerator trying to get lesbians off TV. So it's a their their goal is a thousand people times a hundred communities. Yeah, times ten families equals one million strong. Yeah, so. so that's what they do, and they and they go out there and they try and stop all all things gay and all and all women making you know not even making out they just were kissing and it's something that pr- people are probably going to see in life. And I I understand that it's something if you're watching television with your children. And uh, and this comes on. It's something you might have to explain to your children. You might have to go, hey, sometimes two people uh, of, of a like sexuality will, you know, kiss each other. And that'll be the end of it. And the kid will see probably more of this throughout life. Unless, of course, he's being brought up by one of the million moms who's a fucking weirdo. And the kid will wind up walking around in T-shirts that say, but first coffee, you know, and think it's hilarious. And then, you know, like he'll tell his friends, look at this shirt, but first coffee. And like, ha ha ha. Yeah. And they'll be like, yeah, but in the real world, that's dorky. And like, yeah, but not in my world because I, not, women don't kiss in my world. And it's this shirt is still funny in my world. And then he'll go, show me the money right from the movie. 25 years ago. So they need to, they only have 6,000 moms. I know. They, yeah. <laughs> They're real fallen short. They, but anyway, they, I know it's only 6,000 and they got this, but they got this thing taken off. Yeah. So anyway. But, uh, 
So the so the backlash starts, of course, with mm-hmm. uh, Ellen and, and a bunch of celebrities got on Twitter and 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 said, you know, are we, are we nuts here? What's going on in this world? And and sure enough, Hallmark now backs down, and they say, yeah, we're gonna put it back on. Who knows? I don't know. I I think they now you want to really piss people off. You want to piss off the million. You get this lesbian couple who was in this wedding commercial. You put them on a fucking Peloton that they that they bought each other for Christmas. You have the two the two of them scissor each other on this Peloton and then have a have a have a big giant um uh, dousing dou- <laughs> that, that fuck I forgot the word. and then they douse each other with their love juices. You know that was squirting. That's what I see in porn. Sometimes it's, I see squirting. I hear Hallmark's very pro squirt. <laughs> they do. I watched one of their films, one of their, their their Christmas films. It was great. It was called. Uh, but I feel like also the Christmas for, tree squirt. I feel like if the million moms are focusing really hard on the Hallmark Channel, the rest of us have a lot of wiggle room to kind of be our like. Just let them have Hallmark. I know that's the yeah. It's like yeah. like isn't that the one? That's where they like, live. I know all gay people watch Hallmark movies, but now they're all movie. They all said they're going to move on to another channel. So. What if you're I, out there and you want to get the gay community on your side, go get, go, go start making Hallmark movies. I, I call them Hallmark movies because that's what they call. Um, standard. There's a toilet, a new toilet, Alex, that has been invented because people at work in workplaces, workplaces, you know, like we talked about earlier, workplaces. Whether you're whether you enjoy your workplace, whether it's toxic or non-toxic. People are spending too much time in the bathroom of workplaces, which I always found a little gross. I worked in offices for many years of writing on TV shows and stuff. And it was always weird to me to um, to to go to like to the bathroom in. But you have to sometimes I mean, it's a long day and sometimes you have to go in to the stall. So this company has invented a, a toilet that is uncomfortable to sit on. So people won't be sitting in there listening to things like cover to cover or whatever you do, you know, cause now people take the phone in yeah. and just, uh, we all do and just scroll away. It's actually like one of the, one of the highlights of my day, you know, to just scroll to the phone. And, uh, so the standard toilet made a slope toilet. It's sloped. So you kind of like lean forward and it's not comfortable and you, so you won't sit on it as long and that, that will keep you and get you back to work quicker. It's a good move. I was at a Flappers the other day, and um, I was Flappers is a comedy club comedy in club, Burbank. Yeah. Uh, it won't be comedy talk, I promise. Okay, so um, better fucking stop yeah, comedy talk right real quick. But anyway, it's a comedy club. So I was at an undisclosed location Thank the you. other day, and um, I uh, longer trip in the bathroom. Guy next to me, uh-huh. not a flush. He was in there a while, not a flush. Gets okay. up to leave. It's a cook there. He did not did no business. Just needed right. a ten minute phone break. He walked out with his phone in his hand. Oh, so right, I well, like it. Yeah. If I owned a business, sloping toilets. Sloping toilets. Yeah. So well, that that that's the new. That's the you people. They're not. They're not gonna let you people have a break anywhere. Like whether whether it's them telling you to take your shirt off on the set of the affair. Nope. Uh, or whether it's a uh, Simon Cowell telling you to change your hairstyle if you're a black woman because you look too black, like he did the Gabrielle Union. So they say. Or if it's you sitting down to just relax in the bathroom, they're gonna put a slope toilet so you lean forward and you're, you know, and you you, you look like a fucking weirdo on a slope toilet trying to get poopies <laughs> or whatever people do. I'm sorry, this is forty percent of kids. Forty percent. That's almost half. That's forty percent. That's almost half. Yeah. Fifty percent's half, Alice. Did you know that? Yeah. Fifty percent is half. Wait. This 50? is fifty. Fifty. Yeah. So this is forty percent. Okay. You get what I'm saying? 
Uh, 40% of kids are sexting by age 14. That's fucking, I mean, I believe it, but that's sad. And then it was like 20% do it, are doing it by age eight. Mm. But well, that's a sad situation. That, that's, that's a depressing fucking story. But I guess I'm thinking of myself at 14. And I remember like all I wanted to do was like, you know, find Playboy magazines and stuff. So if I had accessibility to like something like the phone, which I didn't, I would probably be doing something like that as well. I think, uh, you know, 14 is what, eighth grade? Yeah. I, mean, I would imagine something like that. Like sure. End of middle school, eighth, yeah. seventh, eighth, ninth grade. Uh, yeah, you're probably like you're probably one track mind. And nowadays, I feel like kids aren't hanging out really anyway. Like kids are all of their socializing happens on the phone. So I imagine a lot of their I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense that kids are sexually exploring themselves with a cell phone in their hands because that's how they do everything. It's a bad, it's a bad situation. Like I say, people, this all ends badly. If you want to do the closing down of of every mall and every store and every business and kids sexting each other at fourteen, it just I don't know how it ends, but it ain't good. Greatest story of the year. This is the greatest story of the year. Okay, okay, and you could look it up as as I explain it. He he, a sketch. You know those character sketches they do at like amusement parks. The character character sketch. Yeah. Like a, you'll sit down and the guy will do like he'll do you with a big head. Big and, head. And he'll accentuate whatever flaw you prop. Now whatever flaw you have on you that you probably you know your whole life went through. Like I God, I hope people don't point out this flaw that I have. Gap uh, in your they, teeth. What they will do is they will make it really big and make you feel like shit about it. That's what these characters are. And then you pay $25 for them to go, oh, look, I was really sensitive about my nose, but I'm glad you made it fucking gigantic with your magic marker. Thanks, you fucking idiot. Oh, but he made you a golfer, honey. Yeah, that's yeah. What, and you make you like a skateboarder or a golfer. <laughs> you tell him whatever it is you do. You know, I like to snowboard. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to make fun of your face and then put you on a snowboard. So anyway, there's a, this guy gets a caricature of himself. Uh, and- and he gets it, and it's a caricature. He's like a, it looks like a Latino guy, like a, a little bit of a gangbanger, and that's what they accentuate in the caricature. He's got like a backwards, like a like a woolly cap. <laughs> they on. made my teardrop tattoos yeah. huge. That's fucked up. That's, but you have, if you, are you seeing what I'm talking about? No, I'm looking. Look it up. Anyway, so now what he does is after his caricature is done, he is sits, he suing him or like, listen to me? I'm trying to look it up. He sits and 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 gets his caricature done, okay? And he goes, oh, that looks good. That looks good. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, you accentuated all my everything. that. Oh, that's perfect, man. Thank you. And then he robs the caricature guy. He, I guess the guy's got a box sitting next to him. You know, it's just cash and like they do sometimes on the streets of whatever, Venice Beach or New York. And this guy robs him. He grabs all, he takes all his money. Now the, and he, and he runs off and leaves his caricature. Okay, stay with me. So the cops are now using the caricature, this cartoon caricature, to try and find this guy. And the cops like had to explain, like, we're not joking. This guy robbed this poor artist of his of his money. Google the caricature and guy. Like, and they're like, this is who we're looking for. And that is who they're looking for. It's the greatest story. Oh, my God. Well, we know what kind of hair he's got. Yeah, he's got a hat on. He's got, like, yeah, some hair sticking out from the hat. Are you allowed to say he's got big lips? I don't know. Is it putting him into any type? Is he doing anything? Is he skateboarding? or No, he's just wearing, like, a Dickies work shirt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) He's got, like, a work shirt on. His baseball hat on backwards. It's amazing. Oh, man. 
Uh, that's my favorite story of the year. And there's been many good ones. Cops so, are like, well, this will find him. You're like, that's everyone on the boardwalk, dude. What do yeah, we... I know, really. Like, depending on where that happened, that's everyone up at Universal City Walk. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Well, now I'd like to discuss something that I find fascinating. 2019's biggest fashion controversies. As we get to the end of the year, you know, it's fun to look back on the year. And, you know, on this podcast, we've discussed fashion from time to time. We discuss things that we think are going gonna, are gonna, are gonna to break fashion wise things are gonna blow up you know i went with i said the cape was gonna be big this year i i have yet to see a cape i don't think i've seen it but i i'm not really traveling the streets as much as i used to you know i'm, I'm like inside staying so i'm not seeing the capes but maybe i was wrong on that one so anyway here here is here are the uh the 2019's biggest fashion faux pas are you ready uh n- number one uh, was burberry's noose hoodie yeah. 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 I'm looking at it on the runway here and it's, you know, basically the strings of the hoodie that are on every hoodie, the strings that go through the hood are tied into a noose. That's uh, yeah. And okay. Yeah. Call the, that the Smollett. Liz. Yeah. That's what it looks like. It looks like the Smollett. It looks like what he had on. Fashionable. The model who would look down the runway was criticized. Uh, anyway, the next one was the Gucci's blackface sweater. Remember that one? It mm-hmm. was like a turtleneck. That you that turtleneck went over your mouth. It was yeah, and uh, and it it had like big bla- like lips, like big. It was black. It was a black turtleneck, and it had like big red lips. I, I didn't you put see it over this. your mouth. Oh, it's amazing. Uh, yeah, featuring a roll up collar with a ride red lip outline. The garment priced at eight hundred ninety dollars. Oh, God. um, yeah. So that was another one. That was a bad one. We had there's a lot of racist ones. Katy Perry. Had blackface shoes. I don't know if you remember that. Mm-mm. She had these shoes with like um, eyes on them and, and and just big lips. Once again, a lot of blackface. Don't designers next year, twenty twenty, stay away from blackface. Now here's we have a clip. I'm gonna you have the clip. Yeah, fired up. This was a Calvin Klein ad, and I'm oh, fascinated uh, by this Calvin Klein ad starring Bella Hadid. Okay, and Lil. Now I'm fascinated by this. L- I'm gonna, and I'm going to do my best to pronounce it. Lil Miguela. Lil Miguela. Miguela. Lil Miguela. Okay. It was called, it was for the I Speak My Truth uh, Calvin Klein campaign. And uh, do you have it? Alex? Yeah, I got Here it. Here it is. Let's, let's hear it. Bella Hadid and Lil Life Miguela. It's about opening doors. That's Bella. Creating new dreams you never knew could exist. That is the truth, Bella. Wow. Okay. So basically, we're watching this right now. It's it's two of them, and now Bella begins to make out with uh with uh, this this uh Lil Miguela. Now let me explain what Lil Miguela is. This is the most fascinating part of this entire story to me. Lil Miguela is a CGI'd influencer. She is not even a real person. No. She's fake, been CGI'd, and she influences dumb, dumb, dumb fucks online who need influencing. And that not only are they, they, are they easily influenced by regular people to do what they do, now they're influenced by fake, fake people. Lil Miguela. So in this, in this campaign, Bella Adid makes out with the fake. CGI Lil Miguela, and they are saying it was this is queer baiting. This is now I never I don't I never ever heard the term queer baiting, Mm-mm. but they're saying you're using gay 
gay uh, imagery to sell your brand. To and that, that peddle your wares. So this is where we're okay now. I, I thought wanted, they called that marketing. That's queer baiting, Alex. Okay. They, they're you're being queer baited. I'm, yeah. Did you have any idea you've been queer baited right Dude, now? What you just watched it. Do you feel queer baited? I feel baited. You you were queer baited, <laughs> Alex. Was... You've just been queer baited. Now, here's what if the, if there's one thing that encap, can, encapsulates to, uh, 2019 perfectly, it is this. It is the fact that this campaign. By Calvin Klein, where Bella Hadid makes out with a fake person, so, a fake influencer. I don't think we said was it considered queer baiting. That's now. I, I don't think Bella Hadid is a lesbian, Mm-mm. but this Lou Miguela could be because she's not real. So yeah. they can make her anything she wants. So I did some digging on Lou Miguela. Now I'm going to read you the greatest thing that I think I've been read Miguela Sousa. A computer-generated influencer is feuding with another computer-generated influencer named Bermuda. Okay. Oh my God, they're literally copying us Instagram now. Instagram, we lived. Okay, the only thing. Okay, one. They all have one million followers. The computer-generated. No one knows. They're identified behind the cat. But that's most confusing part right now is the fact that they're feuding with one another. The computer-generated Bermuda, a Trump supporter. Oh, yes. Bermuda, the fake Bermuda. She is also an influence. She's a Trump supporter who worships Iggy Azalea and the alt-right megaphone Tommy Lauren. <laughs> Hacked Miguelas. This is this is all going. This is happening, people, in 2019. Just stay in your house. Get under your Christmas tree and and hide. And you know what? I have your husband tonight or boyfriend or or, or you go. You do yourself. You do it to your husband. Do it on his face. Douse you. Douse everybody. Douse, douse, you know what? Don't douse them with jizz or 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 or, or, or semen. Douse them with gasoline and light everybody on fire. Because <laughs> this is the fucking world we're living in. They are this. They there's a there's a Trump supporting influencer who's a CGI named Bermuda who's fucking with the other one who kissed Bella Hadid on a in a Calvin Klein ad and people are angry about it. So that's where we're at. Kim's kimono line. That was another. Faux pas this year. Kim Kardashian. It was culturally insensitive. She made kimonos. And that's kimono. To cover her giant ass, you need more material. Kimonos. I don't like kimonos. Mm -mm. And and I'm not culturally sensitive or insensitive, whatever. I don't like the fact that it comes. I'm not not a big fan of my upper thigh. Mm -mm. I don't think anybody is. Like, that's not a look. Like, a lot of times you get those ripped jeans. I'm a huge fan of your upper thigh. Thank you, Alex. Alex just doused himself. I just. That is not right. Anyway, there there is sometimes you'll have like these holy jeans and on on the male jeans like I get them at American Eagle Outfitters. A- uh, Alex tells me don't don't say Outfitters, just say American Eagle. <laughs> Apparently, okay, boomer. Okay, boomer. <laughs> American yeah. Eagle Outfitters. Oh, you went to the Outfitter. So I went to the, went to the Outfitter Eagle to get Outfitters. Some, did you get some britches? Anyway, they got a they got a hole at at the top of my thigh, which is an area I don't need anybody seeing. And you could see in it, you could see like my skin of my upper thigh, like way up top. Like it's a, it's an area that probably hasn't been seen. It just doesn't look cute. It's not a cute area. Like lower thigh of mine, fine. Go ahead, go ahead and take a gander at it. Take a look at it. I don't care. 
But anyway, I, now if I put a kimono on, it's it lays right at my, that area that looks terrible. Mm -hmm. And I don't like that. I don't like that look at all. So I agree with that one. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if you remember when. Um, Do you agree that it was culturally insensitive or you just think it was a faux pas? I don't think anything's culturally insensitive because I'm a fucking idiot. You okay. know, I don't get any of it. I, you know, I'm just making sure we're on the same yeah, page. We're on the same page right? <laughs> yeah, I know. None of this stuff bothers me at all, but I'm a white man and I can't say anything. Yeah. So. I just say it on here and, you know, and, and then FabFitFun drops my account. Um, they actually, they called me and they were like, is very culturally insensitive. Well, let them know that I am, mis that I am moisturizing my, my ugly upper thighs with your moisturizing cream that came in your fall fun box. You fucks. Remember when, uh, remember when uh, Johnny Depp came out with his, he came out with his Christian Dior. He has a cologne called Savage mm. and uh, you know, I guess he can, he fancies himself some sort of Indian or he's like a, he's like a, he's like a, he's not an Indian. He's like he's, a healer. He looks like, like a healer. He's like Indian adjacent, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like he, he hung out enough. He's like the, in that movie, A Dance with Wolves. You hang out with Indians long enough, you start to become one. Well, he's been playing a lot of, to this movie. He's been playing a lot of blues guitar. So feathers so, have been added to exactly. his. Exactly. Yeah. So now he fancies himself. He's, he's, he's gone to a couple of reservations, I guess. And he's an Indian. So he puts on this cologne, which is called Savage. And I was going to say, did you say Savage? Because that's, uh, okay, thank you. That's the way they, but yeah. it's called Savage. So, and then in the commercial, a bunch of Indians gather around him and he, and they say something like savages or something. So mm -hmm. like, yeah, I don't know if we're not, we don't want to call them that anymore. So that's, and as Johnny Depp look, I mean, this is the best Johnny Depp ever looked in this ad that he doesn't look cute anymore. He doesn't look good. Yeah. He used to be a very attractive man, you know, mm -hmm. but now he looks like, you know, his teeth are. His teeth are so many different colors. Look like Indian corn. I know, it's the, you know, he's got a yellow like one Maza. in there. No, he does got a red one. There's a blue. I'm not fucking around. Like he has so many different color teeth. I don't know what he tells the dentist to do. Like put whatever you got. You got some marbles from the kids on the floor. Put that in there. So those, you get the idea. I don't know if there's more. What what, what are some of the others? Uh, I think there's only ten savage. So now I have. I, I, as we go through the end of the year. Oh, Gucci's black. Oh, I did that one. As we go to the end of the year and we talk about, you know, CGI um, influencers and things like that, the, I, I found a clip of, of uh, E! Entertainment's news basically breaking down the year in entertainment. And I'm going to have Alex play it right now because I want to say that if an alien, maybe they will. And I believe Alex believes that they've already been here and maybe they have and maybe they haven't. But if they're coming... I would like to play them this clip. And because if they're going to come down here and start just, you know, shooting their phasers at people, you know, just killing everybody, I'm going to stop them. I'm going to come out of my house and go, wait a minute, in my kimono. But go, stop. And they'll be like, that looks culturally insensitive. I'm like, it's not culturally insensitive. I've been to Tokyo. So I bought it in Tokyo. Thank you very much. Are you sure? Yes. Thank you. Is that from Kim Kardashian's? line of kimonos no i it's not it's a one from a i bought it from a jap <laughs> that wait a minute that's i know japanese why uh i'm filming this in koreatown does that make any sense <laughs> i'm filming in koreatown i can wear a kimono if i want to so now the aliens they're about to stay stay with me on yeah that? i'm okay, with I'm, you I'm, okay and I and I tell are they them, considering murdering our entire civilization? They are. Yet? They're, they're, that's what they're doing. They're and you're going to try to talk them out. And of I'm it. now they they wind up somehow they wind up in Van Nuys, <laughs> and I, and I come out of my house in Van Nuys. All roads yeah. lead to Van Nuys. <laughs> and I come out of my house in Van Nuys, and they're like, "We are going to shoot you." And I'm like, "No." And I said, "Here's why you don't want to inhabit this planet. 
You don't want to inhabit this planet. Go back to wherever you came from. This one sucks. It's full of weirdos. The people are unloading their sperm into pockets of jackets. They, they are, there, are two, there are two alien, fake influencers. They're not real. Are you staying with me, alien? They are fake influencers, and they're feuding. One of them loves Trump and Tommy Lauren. The other one kissed Bella Hadid in a Calvin Klein ad, and it people are upset about it. You understand? Some, some other idiot paid $800 for a sweater that has big black lips on it. This is what we're fucking dealing with. Kids are sexting at 14, alien. And no one bought a cape. Now I want to play. No, nobody bought a cape. Although I said they were going to be hot this year. I want to play. This is the wrap up of 2019, according to E! Entertainment Television. And I want the alien to know that none of this makes any sense to anyone. Go ahead, Alex. Play it. Mm. This year has been packed with social media influencer wars, celeb split ups, nude photos, fake, and fake record wars. breakers. Who can forget the egg that beat out Instagram queen Kylie Jenner for the most liked IG post ever? Why? I don't million understand. Likes tons of memes. Oh, yeah, an egg beat Jordan Kylie Jenner. Woods, AKA Kylie's ex. Yeah. Oh. You don't, oh, you don't understand that, Ellie? No, yeah, yeah, an egg. What do you mean, egg? Like the one that you get? scrambled no 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 an egg is like a thing that you could put on sometimes as a as your picture on twitter beat out it, it, it sent a tweet out and it beat kylie jenner who is kylie jenner oh kylie jenner is the youngest of the jenners and uh she wound up getting some plastic surgery she looked like an absolute freak a few years back she had little thin lips and she was a cute like a little kid like a little girl and then she wound up getting all jacked up and um now she is a billionaire and her father, uh, who is now her mother, will yeah. You stay okay. Stay with me. He he never stops talking about how he he made the first billionaire under the age of thirty. But he is now she. Get it? Okay. On with the on with the uh, wrap up of the year. I'll just twenty seven million likes and inspired tons of memes. Yes, Jordan Woods, aka Kylie's ex best, this was a big Kristen story. Thompson, Alien which led to Chloe and Tristan breaking up. Yeah. Then the world held its breath when she. Okay, you with me? Okay, yeah, Jordan. Okay, go on. I can't too much. She broke her silence on Red Table Talk and swore nothing. Red else Table happened. Talk is a TV show that the Smith, the Will Smiths family has. Uh, it's on Facebook. Facebook is not. There's no TV anymore. Everything is on stupid shit and this is the um this is will smith's wife and the girl who's saying he's whipped my hair back and forth and her grandmother and a couple of aunts and uh some people from down the street all sitting around talking to um the girl who fucked uh kardashian's boyfriend on facebook okay go on nothing else happened Former Full House star Lori Loughlin was accused of paying five hundred thousand dollars to get her easy story. Room. Easy story to explain. We've talked about this podcast a lot, Alien. Anyway, this is, yeah, the entire world got mad because a rich person paid for her rich daughter to get better things than they have. On with the on with the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Kanye brought Jesus to Coachella. The rapper was joined by some of the Kardashian-Jenner clan okay. and performed on a All good. Same clan. Yeah, same. a lot of the Kardashian James Charles news. and Tati Westbrook had the biggest influencer battle of all time. Who <gasps> knew a short video of James Charles promoting sugar bear hair gummies could start an all-out war on YouTube? Okay. Now, Alien, that sentence right there. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know. Alex, maybe you can help me with this sentence. I couldn't tell you what the fuck that just said. 
James, blah, blah, blah. Well, who the fuck he gives It started by saying that the biggest influencer war of all time of all that time. occurred. The biggest one of all. And this is between, these are not between the two fake uh, CGI no. influencers. This isn't between the Tommy Lauren well. fan. Yeah, Tommy, no. the, the, the Trump supporting CGI influencer. This is somebody. Else. Okay, so now they're fighting. They're feuding over gummy bears. Gummy bears. And it became the biggest. Uh, not even the weed kind, just yeah, gummy so bears. So it's who gives a fuck versus I don't give a shit. And they are fighting over gummy bears. And that, this is, are you sure? Once again, alien, you want to come down here? This is the planet you want to be on? And I, I suggest you get back in your, 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 your fucking UFO and you start flying out of here. Okay, I'll play more, but here goes. I don't know what's going to be. The day is euphoria became an instant hit. The HBO show centers around a teen drug addict played by the actress. The show ended in okay. many headlines for scenes that some viewers found shocking, including that One Direction. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, Alien, you also have down. to know that uh, you have to have a backbeat below everything that you hear, right? You see, hear that? There's like a dip blow playing in the back. Yeah, thank you very much. Her- thank you. Because people can't, they, they have no attention span anymore, so they can't just listen to people talking. So there has to be some sort of beat behind it. And that's what that is. You're probably saying, that's a little annoying, that back. I'd rather just hear the man talk. But no, no, no. I'm sorry. That can't happen. There's got to be a backbeat because these kids' minds are rotted on uh, grape vape. So they can't. <laughs> yeah, they can't. They can't focus. Go grape on. vape. Yeah. Could you imagine having a pocket full of uh, a pocket full of Miley sperm? Miley finally sang their last song and headed for Splitsville. Miley shocked fans when she was caught. Yeah. This is all Brody stuff we've Jenner's covered on the. Yeah. Hey, Alien, you should just listen to the cover to cover podcast. It's all been covered. It's all been covered. Lizzo slayed the charts with her single Truth Hurts. She inspired the How much longer does this go on for? 30 seconds. Oh, okay. Let's let it play out. Fuck it. We're in October. Finally joined the platform, breaking a Guinness World Record for fastest account to gain 1 million followers. Doing so. Can you believe that's a Guinness World Record, by the way? Alien? I know. The Guinness Book used to be so fun when I was a kid. Used to be able to open it up and you'd see the fat twins on their motorcycles. And you'd be like, those are some fat twins. I know you see the fat guy with his big pants, holding up his big pants. Things like that. Tall guy. Guy with the longest fingernails. Some Indian guy had crazy long fingernails. You see the pictures? Those were fun things to look at. Guinness. Now, this is Guinness Book World Record. It got the most likes in the shortest amount of time. Who gives a fuck? Show me the fat twins on a motorcycle. Thank you very much. But just Onward. five hours and 16 minutes. That's it. Billie Eilish made Grammy history. The 17-year-old pop star became the youngest artist to earn nominations in all four of the Academy's top categories. Harry Styles broke the internet with his fully new... Everybody, wait a minute. Alien. The... A- I want to let you know, I'm going to hear a lot of breaking the internet. It's not really breaking the internet. The internet has, bro- has it, Alex, ever broken? I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, no. I don't think it's broken ever. I mean, sometimes my Wi-Fi goes out in my house when a, you know, when a big truck goes by. But I don't know if that's because of uh, Tim Kardashian's greased up asshole. But that apparently was the first thing to break the internet when she greased up her asshole and shot champagne on her titties or something. But now everybody's breaking it. Fucking Harry Styles broke the internet. Dude, we got to get a new internet repair, man. I know. This shit breaks so much. <laughs> it's breaking. I would give the... Honestly, you don't... Alien... You take do, this do internet you, back. Alien, do you have a wrench inside your UFO? Can you come fix this, this internet? Because it's breaking down a lot. Anyway, on. Onward. Mm-hmm. Hopefully 2020 will be just as exciting. Boom. Oh, there you have it, everybody. Hopefully 2020 will be just as exciting. That was a wrap-up of, of 2019 done by E! Entertainment Television for uh, a group of absolute morons who need their, uh, their sound bites as quickly and as um, techno-filled as possible. Isn't that nice?
So if you're going to vaporize all of us now. Now is the time. I know. Uh, hang on. He's getting into his he's getting into his UFO. Oh, and he just, yeah, he just flipped me the bird. He had a big, long finger. He's taking off. He's not taking the planet, everybody. Thank you to the two influencers who fought over gummy bears. You don't know this, but you just saved you the saved planet saved humanity. From an alien. <laughs> oh, look, he's got a bumper sticker on the back of his UFO. It says his kid did really well in third grade elementary school. Some things never change. Yeah, everybody, even in on other planets, kids are being uh, lauded. Lauded, L-A-U-D, you get the idea. Lauded over. Um, well, how do we do? Uh, uh, let me just do a quick little shout out to a friend of mine who uh, died this week. Uh, Chewy Bravo, oh, a man yeah. I worked with for many, many years on the Chelsea Lately show. Uh, we found out uh, on Saturday night that Chewy had passed. Turns out uh, they found that he had a heart attack. Uh, you know, we all know Chewy. Uh, Chewy was 63 when he died. And we love the guy. He was a great sweetheart of a guy. I mean, just an amazing story. I won't go into it now, but the guy had a, an amazing life. And I, through all adversity, I mean, you, I don't leave the house if I got a pimple on my face. You know what I mean? This guy was a little person who came, you know, to America, not speaking any English and wound up with all everything stacked against him. His height, his, 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 his language barrier, everything is he managed to make something of himself went through porn went through it was in prison but it fucking he was in prison i oh, was in prison for like a long like 10 years the, the prison charles manson was in crazy stuff anyway any all this shit that could set people back didn't set the guy back he wound up and he and he lived a good life i mean that's why i'm i mean i'm sad about it but i'm not that sad about it for a 63 year old little person he lived a good life i actually ran into joe not and this is I was leaving a restaurant yesterday and I ran into Jackie Schimmel, Jackie Schimmel, who hosts the podcast Bitch Bible, who I've made fun of before in the past. And she's got a great sense of humor. She's like, oh, I don't give a fuck. And she does very well. Anyway, Jackie used to work on um, Chelsea lately. And I'm walking out of the restaurant. And I see Jackie and we say hi. And we uh, and she says, it's sad to Chewy about Chewy. I said, yeah. She goes, how did he die? And then we both look at each other. And I go, oh, well, he was a, you know, he was a 63 year old little person who was 300 pounds. So that's how he died. But he was a great guy, and I wanted to shout him out because, uh, you know, it's sad. It's a sad thing. I worked with him for a long time. He was a good friend, and and I'm glad he had a good life. I'm glad he was with family and friends when he went, and I hope uh, they could find peace in all this, and I hope they know this. people love this guy, and his family should know that. And uh, not that they listen to this cover-to-cover podcast because I, I don't know if they have antennas on their roofs or however they got their shit, but probably not this. Anyway. Rest in peace, Chewy Bravo. Uh, Jesus Melgoza Bravo was his real name, and he was one of the best. A fucking great guy, willing to do anything for a joke. And uh, that's on Chelsea Lately. We we loved people who would do that. And eight years of fun of, for people who would do anything for a joke, and he was the king of it. Thank you, Chewy. Uh, on with the show. Let's wrap it up. Thank you all for your Christmas cards. Oh, my God, we've gotten a ton. Alex, you got some more. Uh, Alex got another Chipotle card. Thank you, everybody. From, from uh, I forget who sent that. It says it on the back. Shout her out on the back of your Chipotle um, card. I believe it says her name. Tia. Tia, Tia Hockett. Thank you, Tia. Tia Hockett. Thank you, Tia Hockett. She sent us stuff. You people have. Um, uh, Tia Hockett also sent us, I believe, she sent us maple syrup from New Ooh. Hampshire and candies. And we got wonderful cards from everybody. Everybody talking about. 
uh, how much you love the podcast. They've come from all over the world. They've come from Ireland. They've come from, here's a woman who got us, Alex, she got us a, uh, you will be remembered by the priests of the Sacred Heart in a special novena of masses beginning on Christmas Day. So yeah. we're going to get a shout out at a Chicago church uh, from Tracy O'Brien. That's all fantastic. So these have been wonderful. We're getting them. They're coming in, the Christmas cards. We appreciate it. Uh, and it's nice to see people's Christmas cards, you bunch of weirdos. Some of you think you're, you know, you're putting cute jokes on there. And I'm sure they're funny with your family and friends. Um Shout but, out to Suzanne. She got her first deer. Oh, yeah. 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 Congrats, yeah. Suzanne. Yeah, Susan. Man, that's a big moment. Yeah. I remember mine. <laughs> Have you ever shot a deer? Yeah. Really? For real? Yeah. Okay. Now, yeah, somebody sent this. I'm from Nevada, dude. We're. I know. I, I, yeah, you are kind of one of. But I'm not. Now I'm not saying <laughs> you this are kind of one of what? those people. I'm not saying this is bad or good, but we got it. And it, I, I appreciate them listening to the podcast. But I got a, a Christmas card from them. I don't want to say. I shouldn't say that last name because they seem like nice. People. Oh, shout them out! Congrats. No, I don't want to shout them out because then people will attack them online if I say. Oh yeah, okay. I'm not saying names. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, they 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 sent a very nice Christmas card. And it's it's dead deers on the like, look. L.A. doesn't believe in the harvesting of one's own meat. I say keep it up. Okay, but here's the thing: it's it would probably be a good card around you know for Easter. But this is this is a holiday where deers t- pull the sleigh, Santa's uh. sleigh. So it's probably you know. But I guess they're sending it to like-minded people. Well, and anyway, if came, those deers were better at pulling sleigh, if those deers were faster, <laughs> yeah, they'd have got away. What about a red nose? Wouldn't be dead in the woods right yeah, now. Yeah, nope. You know what I mean. So it, that's a good point, Alex. But it terrified me when I took it out of my mailbox. It was one of those ones that's not an envelope. It's like a postcard. It's like a postcard. So I pulled it out. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm, this is somebody coming to murder me, showing me dead that's, animals. That's so funny because I saw that, and that was the first thing I was like, no, we got to say congrats because that's a big deal. Well, I'm glad all you weirdos could have fun in that. So thank you all. This has been a wonderful, like I say, at every one of the end of these year podcasts. I really, really appreciate you people. And it has been a blast doing this podcast. Thank you to Heather McDonald for putting me on the Juicy Scoop and giving me, uh, you know, an audience to start off right away. And I hope my audience has grown from, you know, non-Juicy Scoop people. And you guys have been wonderful. It's great to see you at shows, those of you who come. And those of you who don't, fuck you. Um, And thank you for all the people who get cameos. I'm having fun doing my cameos. So get those. Uh, And make, you know, try to make a bucket of business. Here's some songs. Uh... This is one that just came out, just came and we thought out. it'd be fun to play because it's you know it's 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 a couple that is going you know they they're they're doing a lot of um a lot of uh public displays of affection and I think in celebrity couples that's never a good idea but here they go it's Blake Sheldon and Gwen Stefani with their latest song about how much they love each other because they've been dating for six months nobody but you that's what's called yep and I like Blake Sheldon. In 30 years Now she's gonna come on with her No doubt voice In this song Harmonizing Oh okay I mean I like Gwen Stefani too When you love someone They say you set them free Yeah But that ain't gonna work for me I don't See, now, I'm sure this is not. That's a not, I guess that's a good song. I mean, for people who are... You wanted to shit on it, now you're well, like, I'm going to shit on it. Because if, if for people who aren't as cool as me, I'm a cool... I've, I've, I've been a cool guy for, like, most of my life. I'm hipper and cooler, I like to think, than most people. So for, like, people who aren't as cool as me, 
you know, they, this to them is like, this is a great song. Honey, let's play this. Are you wearing a Kangle? No. Oh, okay. Not a fucking Kangle. It's a fucking newsboy. <laughs> anyway, uh, this is like for normal people, you know, mm-hmm. like normal folks who be like this. I like this. It's good jam. I've been thinking about what I want in my life. It begins and ends the same. If I yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'd like to hear more Gwen Stefani, actually. I'd like to hear her being like no doubty, though. Like There's not enough doubt that in this pouty song. voice she does. Mm-hmm. All right. Wow. Okay, everybody. That's that's uh, Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton with that new hit about how much they love each other. And you know that this one doesn't end well, right? I mean, in two years, this one's over. And then they look back on that song and go, ah, oh, shit. Oh, but then again, Sonny and Cher broke up and you still listen to I Got You, Babe. You know, I mean, yeah, well. they're, they're out there. Now we're going to play. We're going to fucking Christmas it up because it finally hit number one. It's been around for 20 something years and it finally is the number one song in the country. And I don't think it's ever been to number one before. It's it's played every 30 fucking seconds and every gap or thing you walk into during the Christmas season. But it's now number one. Number one in the country. It is Mariah Carey. And if this song doesn't put you in a good mood, I hope the alien comes down and phases you. I hope someone, you know, um, douses your pockets with uh, with sperm. I really do. Because this song is fucking pure joy and Christmas fun. I know we've all heard it 10 trillion times. But fuck it, everybody. Let's have a little fun. Here it goes. It's about to fucking... Happened. This isn't drop. this isn't Gwen Stefani and and Blake Shelton. This is good. This is an American you classic. Fun? You wanna have fun? Have it start having it right now. I suggest you start having it right now. Keep shooting your deers. Put them on your Christmas cards. Send them out to people. I don't want a lot for Christmas. All I want is for this equipment and this podcast to work for once. That's all I want. All I want is when I go on an improvisational roll, I want it to actually be captured on, on tape so I don't have to go back and do it again where the joy is at has already been taken away from it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, I don't want a lot for Christmas. All I want is the subway card that I got from Tia Hockett. Thank you, Tia Hockett. And the maple syrup. Thank you. All I want for Christmas is for you to get cameos. And so I can make a couple of dollars from this pot. All I want for Christmas is for you to come to my shows in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and fucking Fort Worth, Texas, and the Steel Stacks in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, Long Island, New York, my hometown, coming back to that hellhole McGuire's at Governor's to perform for you people. I want you to come to the Howie Mandel Comedy Club in Atlantic City and on and on. That's all I want for Christmas. I don't Mm-hmm. I'm going to play. Boom. Did it. See? What is that? That's me ruining things. Oh, that was how I take a phone call. Sunrise I thought, I thought Hospital. I thought somebody was calling Mariah Carey. Okay, can we stop playing the song? That's what I thought was just telling uh, Sunrise Hospital. Oh, yeah, that might not be good. I oh, should probably geez. go call that back. <laughs> I actually got a call from a hospital. That's probably not good. Um, anyway, everybody. Let's let's end it. Let's end it with that. That could not have been more poetic for you to talk about the equipment in here, and, and then and, 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 <laughs> and it gets and interrupted. Yeah, it's perfect. 
Anyway, I'm trying. I'm trying to make this podcast fun every week. You know, I'm trying with through all like Chewy Bravo. You know, we'll end it on, on another tribute to Chewy Bravo. Like Chewy Bravo with the all adversities that he, he overcame. You should see the fucking things I overcome in this studio each week to bring you people pure joy. And I'm glad you you put up with it. I really am. And thank you all. And we're going to have another one next week. And we're going to we're going to forge through the holidays, you know, and, and do these because I, I I'm not going to go see family or friends because I want you people to get to listen to a free podcast. And God forbid you spend twenty dollars on a ticket to come see my live show, because that would be too expensive when you could just get this shit for free. Love you all. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Bye bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.